Welcome to Career Central with Lorraine Beeman. In this program, you will hear from career management experts who will provide guidance and strategies to help you advance or change your career. Now, here is your host, Lorraine Beeman. Welcome to Career Central. I'm Lorraine Beeman, your host of an hour totally committed to helping you achieve your career goals. This morning, our guest is Raj Supermeyer, who will share his job search story and how he uses what he learned to help other job seekers. If you're struggling to find a job and are looking for strategies to turn your search from frustrating to successful, you are listening to the right podcast. Raj, welcome to Career Central. Thanks for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. It is so great to have you. I um, gave the audience a little tease about your job search, which is just amazing. But why don't you tell us about your first attempt at landing a job in your field? Sure. So just to set some context, we have to rewind back to when I was growing up so that, that then the audience would understand how I made the transformation. So I grew up in the southern part of India. Uh, in a place called Chennai, which is one of uh, five, one of the five bigger cities in India, which pretty much boom, runs the economy. And since a young age, I had this inferiority complex that I wasn't good enough, I didn't matter, and uh, I didn't have what it takes to succeed. And because of that, what I did was I constantly try, tried to emulate other overachievers around me to rise up to their expectations. But every time I tried doing that, I ended up getting disappointed because I could never live up to people's expectations. And we currently face similar kind of situations as well, right? We have so many expectations and we have to live up to them. And what that happened to me, what that ended up doing to me was I developed this anxiety, fear of rejection. I felt like an outcast. And I also um, was nervous whenever I took up a new job or whatever I did. And during my second year of my undergrad, I had this awakening. I realized that throughout my childhood, I was trying to please other people. But in the process, I was disappointing myself because I was letting other people's opinion be my reality. And that's when I had this epiphany that, wow, I wasted so much time in my life. So I need to do something with it and need to make a change. And that's when the, everything started. So I decided that no longer I'm going to think as if I, I don't matter. I'm not good enough because I know I have something to offer to this world. And that was the point during my second year of my undergrad where I declared power over my life, right? So since then, I tried so many different things. And eventually, I decided, you know what, I want to do my master's in software engineering, and I really wanted to get an education outside India because I wanted to see how the world looked like. So I came to the U.S. August 31st, 2008. I still remember this vividly because a week after I came, <laughs> Lehman Brothers, the biggest financial firm, became bankrupt overnight. And for those young listeners who are actually uh, joining us, Lehman Brothers was a financial firm, a huge financial firm, and that their bankruptcy kind of triggered the whole recession, right? And because of that, especially as an immigrant, 
it was really hard to get jobs during the recession. And I was left with two choices. Either go back with half of my class who were international students or do whatever it takes and see what comes out of it. And luckily I chose the second option. And from the beginning of 2009 till end of 2009, I applied for 1,293 jobs, 1,293 jobs. And uh, guess how many callbacks I got from it? I'm ready. Tell us how many. <laughs> I got four okay. callbacks, which is a 0.3% conversion rate for all the math nerds out there. And I converted one job and that uh, it was not a full-time job, but an internship. But this whole experience and since this uh, incident, I've learned so many different strategies that have transformed my life from a shy introverted kid earning a minimum salary into an international keynote speaker, uh, author, and tech career coach, right? And that's what I even do for a living. So I use these strategies, the experiences I learned from my real life, and use that to help other people who think they're average, but they have the skill sets to offer. So that's kind of my whole story of where I was and where I am today. Uh, it was all because I decided to make a change. Okay, and I want to reinforce um, a couple of really important things you said, and just in case our listeners were, you know, drawn into that story of 1,293 applications and going, oh, no, no. Um, you decided to please yourself, which I really translate into, it's your career. It's not somebody else's career. They don't get to tell you what to do and how to do it. You get to um, decide. And so just um, empowering yourself. And again, you mentioned that you empowered yourself probably, I think, in your undergraduate years. Uh, to our listeners, any time in your life, you can wake up that morning and empower yourself. It's not having to do with early 20s or anything like that. So I, I want to thank you for sharing that enthusiasm and those two points, which we try to bring home on this show all the time. It is your career. You should do what you want, because if you're doing what you want, and that's what you said, you can really excel. Before we go too much more into your strategies, though, um, share about, I think that once you got that job, you actually had an opportunity to move into positions of more responsibility. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how you, how did you do that? Because I've... Uh, I, I see you on a roll. You've, you've kind of figured out how to get noticed, how to do what you want. So why don't you share with our listeners how you use those skills to, to move in up? Yeah, great question. So when I joined, uh, when I started my IT career, especially in the US, right? I decided I'm gonna be open to any opportunity that came my way. So I said yes to everything which came my way pretty much, right? And I worked on three main things, which helped me uh, get the promotions really fast, which helped to increase my salary by 150% in the past 15 years. And it was all boiling down to these three strategies, which have followed to advance my career, right? The first thing is I volunteered to do things which no one else wanted to do. So this is the thing, people. So if you're listening right now, there's always going to be work and tasks at your company which have been uh, really complex and takes a lot of time, so no one wants to do. But that is your opportunity because when you pick 
that task, which is really hard to do and people have been putting off as uh, something someone else can do, if you take it up and finish it and prove that it provides value to your company or wherever you work, that's when change happens and that's when people start noticing you. So I started volunteering for all the tasks which were complex and people didn't want to do. And by finishing them and providing value, the second thing happened, which is establishing credibility. So why should people trust you at your work? Why should people give you tasks? Why should people give you the responsibilities and the promotions? That's because you establish credibility. You make people notice you because of your actions, right? So the second thing is establishing credibility, which really, really helped. And the final thing was building your personal brand. And I want to take a couple of minutes to stress on this point because it's so, so important, especially right now. So to make to give some context for people, say you have your favorite body wash, which you have been using for over 10 years, right? You're buying that body wash, not just because of the color, not just because of the packaging, not just because of the pricing, not just because of the fragrance, not just because of the durability when, when it falls down and doesn't split open. But you've been buying the same brand of body wash for over 10 years because of all these factors which make up that body wash which you like. And our careers are the exact same way. It's multiple facets of what you do, which makes up your brand. So what I did was I started identifying different interests, different things which I could do apart from just my work. So those included starting, starting to blog, starting to network with people at conferences, starting to speak at conferences, starting to shadow other leaders, starting to listen to podcasts, starting to read, read books, and then updating my LinkedIn profile, which we'll get into in a bit. But the point is, all these things helped me build my personal brand. So all the, these three factors of volunteering for different tasks, building credibility, and building your personal brand, that's what helped me advance my career. Let's drill a little down into some of these. And I want to start with the first, which, of course, I think is a brilliant idea. We talk all about volunteering for something um, but there's that fear factor. I'm going to volunteer and fail. So can you think of one of those things maybe you volunteered for and thought, oh boy, I hope this works out. And then the, how you went through, how, how you accomplished the task? Again, great question. A lot of people uh, have that uh, fear, right? Limiting beliefs that what if they take something which people are looking at and now you're answerable to it. So this is the thing I'm going to tell it uh, as it is. In life, no one actually cares about you, except for your trusted friends and your limited certain number of colleagues and your family, right? So if you mess up, people remember it, say for a week, for two weeks, and then another person messes up, messes up things and your concentration goes elsewhere. And that is the truth of life. Once we come to that realization, that you're not Bill Gates or Steve Jobs where everyone is looking at you every second of the time, that's when you actually start loving your job and focusing actually on the task rather than thinking about what other people are going to think about the task you're doing, right? So putting in the context of what, how I looked at things, that's how I did it. So I want, first thing I did was identify different tasks 
at work, which were hard, which have been costing a lot of money for the company or a lot of effort, and which was hard. And then I volunteered for it. But when I volunteered for it, I, may, I don't make bold predictions. That's where the concept of underselling and overperforming comes into picture, where you take a task and say they ask you to build a calculator, don't promise them a rocket, right? So you undersell in terms of, okay, given I've taken up the task A and I'm going to try my best to do things. And if I get stuck, I'm going to seek help because you're not alone. You can always get help. And that's what I did. And constantly updating people on my progress, that also helped because they knew that even if I failed, I had put in so much effort towards this task. And once you have this mindset and then start approaching your tasks, that's when things happen. So that is something which people can follow where you focus on the task, undersell, then overperform, and then let people know what you're actually doing and keep them posted and seek help. Those are the things you want to keep in mind. Okay. I think you said it brilliantly. I just want to reinforce for those people that are going, oh my goodness, if I volunteer and I fail, my career is over. You were very clear. You said, let me see if I can move this project along, not I will deliver you know, the cure for cancer. And then the other thing is um, asking along the way. And did you find that asking along the way also um, helped that step two, building your credibility? 100%. People respect uh, other folks who seek help and show vulnerability because everyone knows that no one is an expert in everything. And you learn as you, as you do things and as you grow. And when you seek help and save time, because if another person has already done something and knows the solution, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Instead, you can just seek help. So it actually builds trust, respect, and more credibility because they know that, okay, see, he's respecting my skill set and he's coming to me. So I need to do my best to help him or her out. So it definitely helped me rather than limiting my progress. So uh, again, um, if you're listening, overcome that fear, say, gee, let me um, have a shot at this and ask, ask for help along the way, builds that credibility, which is the second step in your plan. I, I want to go on to um, talking about per building your personal brand, because I think you, you use the example of the, the hair conditioner and people think, oh, brands are for objects that sit on my shelf, not for human beings. So, and yet uh, you and I, I think we should share the belief that without a brand, people don't know who to to choose. I mean, again, the brand says, this is who I am. And people go to, oh, that's the person. I, I want Raj because he's got all these great qualities. And I know that that because Raj has a brand. So uh, uh, I like the blogging, but let's, um, because so many people right now are hesitant at network. They think that networking is all about begging for a job. How about you talk a little bit about networking um, with colleagues and networking with other professionals? How do you do it? Because you're the introvert, and I love that. How are you getting over that, that instinct? Yeah. So, yeah, as you said, I'm an introvert, but still I was able to grow my network. That's because you have to strategically uh, approach this growing your network uh, thinking, right? So some ways which I've 
uh, use to grow my network, being an introvert, is LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the most underrated and most high-value social media platform for professionals like us. And there, you're going to find a lot of people sharing their ideas. So comment on them, like them, uh, connect with people who you can relate with, read their articles, read their blog posts. So LinkedIn is going to be a really rich way of growing your network. In fact, my last four jobs were from my network in LinkedIn. And it's been nine years since I actually submitted a single resume. So that is the power of growing your network via LinkedIn. And also, you talked about conferences. If you're an introvert, it doesn't mean that you have to be in the limelight and then talk to different people. So what you could do is you could uh, attend online conferences, meetups, and see who is attending those conferences and then connect with them one-on-one. -on -one. Literally take the name from the meetup list, put them on LinkedIn, and then you're going to get their profile. And then connect with them off the scenes instead of at the conference. So those are some strategies which you can actually do to grow your network and which is part of building your personal brand as well. We need to take a very short break and then we're going to come back. We're going to continue this conversation with Raj because again, personal branding is so important, especially in the highly competitive job market that we are in right now. So stay tuned. We'll be right back and you'll learn more of Raj's strategies for landing that job. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Are you worried your job will end? Is there someone in your life who is facing a layoff? Career transition specialist Lorraine Beeman has condensed 20 years of experience helping people cope with sudden unemployment into an easy-to-read how-to book, Career Restart, practical advice for surviving and moving forward after a job loss. Knowing how to handle a job loss will help you move into your next job. This book guides you through the restart of your career, from how to prepare for a termination meeting to how to respond to interview questions about your job loss. Lorraine's book offers strategies for moving from terminated to hired. Tap into proven methods for changing the focus from job loss to career success. Career Restart, practical advice for surviving and moving forward after a job loss. Available at Amazon.com. Click the link on the Career Central show page to pick up your copy today. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into Career Central. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, you may send it to Lorraine at interviewtowork.com. 
That's Lorraine at interview2work.com. Now, back to Career Central. Welcome back. We've been talking to Raj, who has been sharing with us some amazing um, strategies for building your brand. We touched a little bit on LinkedIn, and then during the break, he and I had um, a great conversation about LinkedIn and thought I would say, ask him, what else would you like to share about LinkedIn and how you use it? Yeah, LinkedIn is so powerful, and we can keep talking about it for an hour, but for the purpose of time here, here are a couple of more things that you could do with LinkedIn right now to grow your network. So we already talked about uh, commenting on posts and liking posts, following people who you think provide value, but there are two other things you can do. Uh, first thing is tap into your own network. A lot of people fail to realize that they already have, for example, like 2,500 connections and they're looking for people to network with, right? <laughs> And that's the thing. You need to tap into your own network. You would have accumulated a lot of connections, especially connections working in your current dream job. So what you could do is connect with those folks who may help you get that dream job. So say, for example, I'm in the tech space, right? I help people in the tech industry. So say I want to become a software programmer and I want to be a software programmer at Google tap into your own network and see who's working at Google. The odds are there always, there are, there's already another software programmer who's your friend working at Google. Connect with him or her and figure out what it takes to get that job, right? So tap into your own, own network is one thing. The second thing is cold messaging, personalized cold messaging. So what do I mean by that? A beauty about LinkedIn is you can search for millions and millions of people, right? So say, for example, uh, I'm Raj, and say I'm working in Google, and you want to connect with someone working at Google, but you don't have anyone you know who works at Google. So what are you going to do is literally put the company name Google on the search bar of LinkedIn and click enter on your LinkedIn. And what you're going to see is a list of people who, works, who work at Google. And there, say, for example, you find me, Raj, who is a software programmer. Click on the person's profile. In this case, it's me. And then look at my profile. And in my profile, I've listed areas of interest, like prog programming, artificial intelligence, collaborating. And what you're going to do is send a cold message, which means that you're sending a message to a person you don't know, but it's going to be personalized, where you're going to say, hey, Raj, Raj, I Hey Raj, I saw that you're uh, working at um, Google and you're working on this amazing product because you knew he's working on that product based on the LinkedIn profile. Could, could I have a 15 minute call to see how you develop such software because I'm a budding software programmer and eventually my dream job would be to be in a job like you at Google and say 15 minutes, not 60 minutes, not 45 minutes. The reason is when you say 15 minutes and have a personal message based on their bio, they're more likely to respond to you because no one wants to be on a call with an unknown person for an hour. But when you say 15 minutes, trust me, majority of the time it ends up being 30 minutes to one hour because that's the key of cold messaging. So there you go, tapping into your own network, personalized uh, uh, cold messaging is gonna help. Uh, before we move on to the next question, I want to reinforce something that Raj said that maybe you didn't catch is that I think you said your last seven jobs you did not apply for. Someone reached out to you and said, Raj, we need you. 
Yeah, for the last uh, four jobs. Four jobs. Uh, I've seen, I knew you had getting four yeah, jobs. Last, so the last four jobs came through my LinkedIn. They actually approached me or I had tapped into my network and then people approached me. And it's been nine years since I actually submitted a single resume. So I took the numbers nine and four and averaged them together. I am not the math person <laughs> in this call. But I just, um, again, for those of you that are out there that are seeking jobs, what a wonderful way is to have somebody call and say, gee, we'd love to have you work for us versus going through all of that um, application process and everything else. So again, just reinforcing what Raj says, it works. Um, build that brand, build LinkedIn. I want to drill back on the fact that you shared openly that you're an introvert, but that you also speak at conferences. And I know that you went through a process to get from being the introvert to the keynote national speaker. Can you share with our audience, all our introverts listening, please um, share with them what you did. Definitely. So first things first, let's uh, talk about that uh, wrong assumption people have. People think just because you're introvert, you cannot grow your network, you cannot speak at conferences, and you're silent in one dark room doing your things, right? And for some weird reason, people have that perception of introverts. I'm a living example of an introvert who can who speaks in front of thousands of people, but of course, after the conference, then no one has, no one can talk to me for two days because I have to detox, right? But that's a different conversation. The thing is, it doesn't matter if you're an introvert or an extrovert. What matters is whether you're willing to make the change and push yourself out of the comfort zone. So let's take my real, real life example for this. One of my biggest fears in life because of my childhood upbringing was speaking to people. I was such a nervous wreck. In fact, like talking to a girl during my eighth grade, I still remember this. I had this crush on this girl and it took me three weeks just to say hi to her, right? I was a nervous wreck. I used to sweat. I, have, I used to have a stutter and that continued till 2010 uh, when it comes to public speaking or speaking in, in front of more than like five people. Then one day I saw this email which said uh, software conference in, in uh, Seattle, right? And at that time I was in Cleveland. I just kept looking at that email for five minutes because my biggest fear was fear of public speaking. And I was trying to run away from it throughout my life. And then this email started talking to me in the sense saying, dude, I'm giving you an opportunity to go to a conference and do something about your fear. So, I decided within a 10 minute time space that I'm going to go to the conference. And I spent $3,000 of my own money to go to that software conference because this was the thing. My company wasn't ready to sponsor me because they ran out of budgets and I wasn't a speaker, which means that my conference fee wasn't waived. But I spent $3,000 of my own money to go to this conference. And the reasons were because of this. First thing, I wanted to talk to people without any judgment, right? That was my biggest fear. And now since I'm in Seattle, no one is going to know me. And that's a what other better way to talk to people when no one actually knows you, right? That is one thing. Second thing was I started seeing these speakers giving different talks, right? There were some good talks and there were some not so good talks. Frankly, seeing the not so good talks made me have this epiphany. All my life, 
I've been chasing, I've, I've been running away from the fear of public speaking, but what if I actually decide to be a speaker? What better way to face my fear head on, right? So I started uh, gathering information from all these speakers at the conference. This was way back in 2011. Then in 2012, I started speaking in small, small meetup groups so that I don't get too nervous. And then in 2013, after seven months and 23 trial runs, I gave my first conference talk and it was a huge hit. People are talking about this crazy Indian dude who's funny, but is super impactful. And the rest was history. Fast forwarding to 2020, right now I'm an international keynote speaker speaking in front of thousands of people. I speak, I've spoken at over 150 conferences. And just in 2020 alone, I've hit 28 conferences. And the reason I'm saying all these things is for all the introverts listening right now or watching this right now, you just have to decide to push yourself out of your comfort zone and decide to make that change. That's it. And then things happen. Don't overthink it. And that's when you can make positive life and career transformations. I love the way you walked us through that. There was one other um, point that you made that I want to talk to you about because I think it's um, brilliant. And again, I want to encourage our listeners. It's that shadowing a professional. A lot of times people go, oh, that's for, you know, high school students or something. Have you done that yourself or do you advise people? Tell me a little bit more about that concept, concept of shadowing a professional. Yeah, thanks for reminding me about it. So this takes us back to part of building a personal brand where you have to try out multiple things based on your interests and see what works out, right? In my life, one of the things I did was I started shadowing other leaders in my company, other managers in my company, because one of my interests was to lead teams because I knew I had the potential, but I didn't know how to manage people or what are the strategies and the structure. So I asked my boss whether I could start shadowing him and a couple of others in the company, leaders who manage people, right? And just attending meetings they go to, see how they facilitate meetings, how they manage discussions and uh, how, how they manage conversations and see how they uh, interview people, how they talk to people and coach people. All those things were really rich experiences for me because just shadowing, you can figure out two things. One, whether that is actually what you want to do because now you actually see what's happening. Second thing is you learn straight from the firehouse, from people actually practicing it. So for people who want to step into a new job or want to change their careers from, I don't know, from a software programmer to you want to be a chef at a restaurant, what I would do is don't do anything radical saying, you know what, I'm going to quit my job and then figure it out. In Hollywood movies, that definitely works, but not so much in real life. So what I would do is have your software programmer job, but part-time, what are you going to do is shadow a chef at a restaurant and see whether that's actually what you want to do. I know this was a really random example, but it proves, hits the point that you can shadow people if you want to get into a dream career without actually getting into the career, right? And this is a great way to test things out to see what works and what doesn't. I think you've got good points on shadowing. I think there's one other advantage is as you shadow someone, 
they get to know you and they get to know your interests. And again, you're building that, um, that brand of I am inquisitive. I don't jump in. I do my homework. Um, and I'm really interested. Is that? Definitely. It shows proactiveness because you're trying to do something about your life and try to grow. And uh, people do recognize it, especially your boss. They recognize it. And when a, when a point comes where they're deciding to give promotions or there's a vacancy which opens up, you will be in the discussion because you have proven to people that you've showed interest to grow. You had interest to invest in yourself. And by working with you, they already know what to expect from you, right? So definitely a really great point you made, which is you do uh, put your name in the hat for future opportunities and that helps in your growth as well. So we have really tapped into a lot of strategies you have, but let's focus in on what you would advise a job seeker. Our listeners out there, they're going, oh, okay, this is great. You're nationally recognized. You know, I heard the, the progression you made, but they're going, well, I'm, I'm not where he is, which was exactly the point you made. You know, you don't have to be the very best. You need to just be true to yourself. But let's bring it back to that conversation. If you're starting out with someone, maybe one of our listeners is going, how am I going to start my job search? Why don't you um, help us go step-by-step on on what you think they should do? Yeah, so I'm going to give you some actual strategies which you can apply in your job search right now. So going back to my story where I applied for 1,293 jobs to be really frank and open with you, for the first 500 jobs, I had no clue on what I was doing because I'm in a state of panic. And whatever job they saw, I just kept applying randomly with the exact same resume. And then the next 500 odd jobs, that's when I realized that I started seeing patterns in terms of what I was doing. So I started switching my resumes a little bit. I started changing my conversations a little bit. But main point here is I started strategizing my job application process. And that's what not a lot of people do right now, especially during the pandemic right now. I think this is really, really important to go with the structure and strategize your application process, right? So here are quick four strategies for you to, uh, to four strategies to help in your job search right now. The first strategy is do the mind dump exercise. So this is the thing. Our life is like a GPS system. Say you're using Google Maps. Without even putting the destination address for Google Maps, you cannot expect to reach a destination. And our life is the exact same thing. If you don't know what career options interest you, there's no point putting in the hard work. So don't be like the old Raj. Be like the new Raj following these strategies, which I'm going to explain to you right now. So you you start with the mind dump exercise to figure out what your career options are. So what is that exercise? It sounds really fancy, but it's very simple, but super powerful. Literally take a paper and pen right now. Put a vertical line in the middle of the paper. On the left side of the paper, on the left column, write down all the things you love to do. And then on the right side of the column, uh, write down all the things you hate to do or you don't want to do, right? 
just by doing that in an uninterrupted manner for uh, one hour, no FaceTiming, no Facebooking, no messaging, just concentrate on doing this. What's going to happen is you're going to unravel a lot of things, which is logged up in your mind and you're making invisible on paper. And based on these trends, you can start identifying different patterns in terms of what you actually like. For example, say uh, you love programming, you love creativity, but you hate micromanaging, you hate processes, then maybe being a developer, software developer, software programmer at a startup company is something which you need to focus on. So similarly, you're going to find different career options and then start looking at those career options which are based on your strengths. So that is the power of the mind dump exercise. And you realize a lot of things about yourself just by doing that. And I do it, do that periodically to make sure I align my work with my strengths. Second thing is LinkedIn strategies. We already talked about in detail about LinkedIn strategies. So use those strategies and make sure you, first thing is have a LinkedIn profile. If you don't have a LinkedIn profile, just take a break from this podcast, create a LinkedIn profile and come back and listen to it because LinkedIn profile is your baby, it's your life and you need to have uh, a LinkedIn profile. That's because everything you put on LinkedIn is SEO information, search engine optimization information, and it's indexed by Google. So what do I mean by that? When recruiters are looking for people, they use different softwares and they actually look for different keywords on your LinkedIn profile. So you have to have keywords, like for example, if you're looking for software programmer job, you need to have keywords like programming, collaborating, building, uh, programming language names, right? All those things, because then these softwares look at these keywords and then you will show up in the search results of Google. So LinkedIn profile is really, really important. That's the second strategy. And have we to- have to take a quick break. I. And hang on, because we're going to come back to strategy number three. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you worried your job will end? Is there someone in your life who is facing a layoff? Career transition specialist Lorraine Beeman has condensed 20 years of experience helping people cope with sudden unemployment into an easy-to-read how-to book, Career Restart, practical advice for surviving and moving forward after a job loss. Knowing how to handle a job loss will help you move into your next job. This book guides you through the restart of your career, from how to prepare for a termination meeting to how to respond to interview questions about your job loss. Lorraine's book offers strategies for moving from terminated to hired. Tap into proven methods for changing the focus from job loss to career success. Career Restart, practical advice for surviving and moving forward after a job loss. Available at Amazon.com. Click the link on the Career Central show page to pick up your copy today. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. 
Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into Career Central. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, you may send it to Lorraine at interviewtowork.com. That's Lorraine at interview, the number two, work.com. Now, back to Career Central. Welcome back to our conversation with Raj. Um, we, uh, he was talking about his strategy right before the break to catch you up, is um, talked about the mind dump, an amazing exercise where you just sit and figure out what you like, what you don't like. I think the best advice was sit aside an hour, no input, no cell phones, no nothing, so you can focus on you, something we started this show with. It's all about you. Um, LinkedIn strategy, he um, shared a lot with, but during the break, we were talking about... Um, the difference between men and women on LinkedIn. And he was going to share a story and I really want um, you all to hear it. So go for it, Raj. Yeah, this is an interesting um, uh, research which I found online, which LinkedIn did. So LinkedIn did, um, I forgot the name of the study. It was the gender diversity study or something like that. They took all the data of their LinkedIn users and found fascinating stats, a couple of which worth mentioning here is women are uh, women apply for 20% fewer jobs than men, the people on LinkedIn, and the women apply for 20% fewer jobs than men, and women are 26% less likely to ask for referrals compared to men, right? And the reason is, since the 1960s, 1970s, women education wasn't uh, that supportive and supported, and so women think that when they apply for jobs, they have to be 100% perfect and fit all those categories, while men, for them, just 60% of a match is enough for them to apply for jobs, right? So something for your women listeners to think about is you don't have to match 100% of the job description because I'm going to give you a fact here. I was managing teams. The way I come up with job description is I go to another company's job description and then different companies job description literally take that and then customize it based on my needs, right? Because everyone knows the truth that what is an advertising your job description would probably be so different when you actually start doing your job, right? Because you learn a lot of things when you do your job. So keep that in mind when you're applying for jobs as well. Don't let the job description make you not applying for a job, right? You can never have 100% match. So that I wanted to quickly share. And then before the break, we were just talking about two more strategies for job search. And uh, the third one was subscribe for job alerts. I know it sounds so simple, but not a lot of people do that. 
because I was one such guy who didn't do that for, for my first 500 jobs, right? So currently, if you go to ZipRecruiter, CareerBuilder, uh, Indeed, you can create a create your own profile and then have job alerts where you can do keyword searches for sales manager, sales director, or whatever job you want and make alerts come to your email inbox on a daily or a weekly basis. So what that happens, what that ends up happening is every day when you wake up, you have the jobs automatically emailed to you instead of you going searching for the information again and again, right? So make sure you subscribe for job alerts. And just like a Netflix movie, there's so many different career uh, websites and you can get confused. My advice would be have uh, use like two or three career websites because they pretty much use the same kind of information throughout all career websites. So if, if you just have your profile in three websites, it's enough. And then you're going to uh, get the same kind of jobs and proactively jobs are going to be sent to you instead of you searching for it. Finally, strategize your job application process. So what I do is, what I did was I have an Excel sheet. And in that Excel sheet, I have different columns. First column is the job description. Second column will be the job link. Third column will be the company name. Fourth column would be the contact person. Fifth column would be the comments, right? And then you can add any more, however much, however many columns you want. The reason you need to have everything in Excel sheet and track all your job application processes because of this, you are going to have a situation where your 50 jobs job application you're into 50 job application process right now and then all of a sudden you get a call they say hey we go we want to talk you talk to you about uh we're calling from x company about the job application and they don't actually tell you the name of the job so you just have to assume what you applied for and you end up at you're answering randomly for the questions asked by the recruiter right so in those kind of situations where you're taken by surprise and get a call from companies where you applied for you can just go to the Excel sheet, see where the company, which company is calling, about, and then you can find out what job it was and then have a more constructive conversation, right? And this is really important, especially if you apply for 50, 60 jobs and you start getting job interview calls and stuff. So there you go, the four strategies which you can do in your job search right now, which is mind dump exercise, a LinkedIn strategy, and then subscribing for job alerts, and then strategize your job application process. And again, I have all these templates on my website, which I'll uh, uh, tell you towards the end of the interview. Okay. Um, we always ask our guests to give our listeners a five-second challenge. You've shared so much information. I'm sure their heads are just going, oh my goodness. What would you think that they should do? As soon as they're off the podcast, five seconds that can help them start down the path to a, a structured career, or structured job search. I believe in Steve, Steve Jobs saying that simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Just start small, right? Mm -hmm. So what you can do in five seconds right now is go to LinkedIn, tap into your own network, go to your network connections and just message one person you already know who you think is do in the dream career or who you think can get you to the dream career. Literally just message that person. That's it. It's as simple as that. Fantastic. I love that. Um, I have a feeling that a lot of our listeners want to know more about you. You've already talked about your blogs, your website. You've got a great book. Why don't you share with our listeners how they can find you, how they can order your book, um, 
just learning more about the strategies that you've shared with us this morning. Yeah, so this is the thing. Currently, people feel anxious about their job security. They feel stuck in their career. And there have already been mass layoffs, and people have been at the receiving end of it. And finally, you have people who want to actually grow in their career, but they're afraid to do so because of the fear of the unknowns, right? And I was in the exact same situation as we were talking about in 2008, where I applied for 1,293 jobs, right? I was in a state of panic. I didn't know what strategies. So I just released a book called Skyrocket Your Career. And the book is all about how you can find your dream job, be massively successful in it, and set yourself miles apart from the competition, right? And this book is going to give you different insights and actionable strategies which you can apply at your job right now. And I wanted to cover all aspects of your job, starting from how do you figure out what your dream career is, then how do you do your job search, then salary negotiation, interview uh, preparation, and then once you get the job, how do you be successful in it? And then how do you set yourself minds apart from the competition? So I walk you through all these things uh, in the book as well. And a common question I get when I talk about my book is, there's so many self-help books and career books. So what makes your book different from other people's book, right? I read about 25 to 30 books every year. And I'm a sucker for motivational books. And one thing I found missing in most of the books was they either talk about the experiences or they talk about the strategies, but they don't talk about how both weave together. And that's the gap my book is going to fill you. Fill that, that gap is going to be filled by my book where I talk about real life experiences, like some of the stories which I shared, and then different strategies which got me out of the rut and helped me transform my life, right? And those things are going to give you some context and you can apply it in your job and work as well. So if you feel stuck in your career, if you uh, want to transition into leadership roles, if you're looking for guidance, going through low self-esteem, high self-doubt, think that the world is against you, but you're looking for uh, opening for change, then go definitely get my book. It, again, it's called Skyrocket Your Career. And the website where you can find all the information and download a free chapter of it is skyrocketyourcareerbook.com. And uh, there you're going to find all the information. That's part of, That's the book thing. And the way I also help people is I coach people and help them find their dream job and become successful leaders in the tech industry. And if anyone wants to transition from the non-tech space into the tech space or already in the tech space but looking to advance in their career, I do one-on-one -on -one coaching for them. Uh, I My clients are VP, CEOs, uh, people in the mid to senior level uh, phase of their career. But yeah, if you are interested in any of those things, definitely come and talk to me and I would love to help you out. My personal website is rajsubra.com, which is R-A-J-S-U-B-R-A.com. And that's where you're going to find all the information of how I help people on my publications. I love writing. I write for various publications. So you can go check that out as well. And uh, I'm super active on LinkedIn. I, I pretty much live on LinkedIn. So for those of you listening, if you want to connect with me, if after this podcast, you can move on to LinkedIn and you'll find me there. So connect with me, connect with me, follow me. I post videos, uh, blogs, articles. So 
my mission is to impact people and help them transform their personal and careers, personal lives and careers. And that's what I do. So that's pretty much how you can reach out to me. So listeners, um, do connect with Raj. I want to say one more thing about his book. It is a fairly fast read. And I know sometimes when we're going through transitions, we just don't really want to read a three or 400 page textbook on, you know, the ins and outs. His is a practical, read it, get it done, move on in your career, which of course is what this podcast is all about, is making those changes um, in your career. So I want to thank Raj for his enthusiasm. I will be honest, there were so many other questions that I wanted to um, ask him, but we just literally ran out of time because he has so much to share. So um, do tap into his website, link um, in with him, read that book, and just um, tap into the experience that he has that we just just weren't able to cover um, in the depth that I would have liked to have covered today. For um, those of you that are listening on iTunes, Spotify, or another platform that lets you rate our shows, please let us know how we are doing. Career Central is committed to bringing practical career advancing advice to you, just like today's show. And actually, someone um, told me that Raj was a great source of information, and so that's how I found him. And so if you have somebody that you'd like to see interviewed or a topic you'd like to see covered, please let me know. You can reach me at careercentralhost at gmail.com. Next week, our guest will be Ellen Steverson, who will use her expertise in sale and marketing to help job seekers clearly communicate the value they bring to an organization. So you want to join us next week on for that discussion so that if you are doing a job search, promotion, some of the things that Raj talked about today, how to market yourself, how to, once you develop that brand that, um, Raj has talked about how to use that brand to secure um, interviews and promotions. Remember, this week's challenge is five seconds. Go to your LinkedIn profile, tap into somebody that you know in your network, and start a conversation on a career advancing activity. So until our next show, this is Lorraine Beeman encouraging you to take care of your career, just like Raj talked about today, because you are the only one qualified to do it. Thank you for joining us for this week's edition of Career Central. Be sure to join your host, Lorraine Beeman, for another program next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Enjoy your week.